Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everybody, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from metamen.com and Dave Davies from beanstalkseo.com. It is Thursday, September the 25th-ish. And um, yeah, this is a live version of Webcology on one of the most interesting days we've had on Webmaster Radio in a long time. Dave, how are you doing today? I'm doing just fantastic. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing amazing. I'm doing great. It's been, it's been, you know, it's been one of those days where you, you try to get a live radio show together, you try to get your guests lined up, and it's been a comedy of errors. But we have an incredible <laughs> lined up for you guys today. We're um, going to be starting off usual banter about the news, moving into an interview with Patrick Sexton, the new head SEO at We Build Pages, and following off with an interview with, um, with Michael Gray, the fabulous Gray Wolf. But before we jump into anything... Uh, Anything is interesting in interviews with Patrick and Michael. Let's um, let's talk about some of the neat stuff happening around in the uh, industry today. Sure. Um, yeah, it's been uh, you know a, a kind of semi semi quiet week. I'm sure you realize too when you're looking around. You know, you're spending your week looking and keeping your eyes open for some news, and it was all fairly quiet. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, starting to realize uh, Kentucky's doing some weird stuff. You know, the, the gambling industry is having some problems with them. Uh, you know, basically the entire state, and uh, you know, all, all sorts of relatively interesting things. So, uh, well, what the hell is like going on with Kentucky? Any... As I understand it, uh, the state of Kentucky has decided to crack down on online gambling sites by taking the domains from them. What's this all about, Dave? That's that's my understanding, and they're, they've taken to also, and I don't know how they're predicting this one. Uh, they appear to also be purchasing domain names that could be used for um, gambling, some sort of you know weird predictive. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what they're really trying to accomplish there. Um, I don't know what the. I know a, a judge has ruled in favor of yes, the state of Kentucky now takes over these um, you know existing uh, gambling domains. Uh, I don't have any idea how that is deemed legal like why why the state of kentucky has some claim at all uh and you know maybe maybe next week we can get some lawyer on uh to maybe explain that to us <laughs> because i don't understand where their where their authority in this area is coming from to do that um obviously they i can see their authority in uh actually just purchasing names that they think would be used which is also something that they've apparently taken to doing um but at the same so, time, so basically what you're saying the state of Kentucky is claiming eminent domain over people's gambling oriented domains they're basically yeah. using the address well it's it's so far as uh you know sportsbook.com you know the little little gambling site sportsbook.com apparently that's, that's now one yeah the state of Kentucky <laughs> just uh, sportsbook.com you're kidding me uh Caribbean oh gold fairly fairly Anybody in the you know what we got to do? We got to get Mike McDonald from Web Pro News on the phone and find out how this affects his March Madness stuff. You know, the the, the time when he gets all excited about University of Kentucky before they go off and lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, it's always just so a little big at the Web Pro News guys around March. Um, 
but yeah, I'd be interested to hear what they have to say of it. They're they're based in Kentucky, and um, you know, again, I'm not not suggesting that they run gambling sites, but I am suggesting they'll have a better take on this than any of us. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, one thing, I mean, I would love to know is what possible uh, jurisdiction does the state of Kentucky have to? And it was a Kentucky judge who said yes. Uh, Sportsbook.com now belongs to the state. Well, that's fine. I can claim, you know, in my house, uh, Google.com is now owned by me. That doesn't actually mean that it happens. So, yeah. so well, the, the difference uh, between be you and the state of Kentucky is they can they can argue eminent domain, and um, you can uh, you can't <laughs> you can't you can Google is the domain of eminence, but it's you certainly don't got eminent domain over it. It's true. What else do we got today? I mean, like that, that five bucks says it fails. There's one for the people in uh, the governor of Kentucky to to work through. Five bucks on the radio on on web radio says it fails. Oh, that sounds like gambling to me. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so well, they now own uh, own me up on it first. <laughs> you know what else we got out here? What's that? We got eBay doing weird stuff. eBay is terminating checks. Yes. Oh, how problematic is that going to be for them? Um, they're 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 making a claim that this is in. Uh, in relation to security, um, you know, and I, I'm sure there have been some problems here or there, you know, checks bouncing, products still delivered, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but basically it appears to be a, a massive move to, well, make PayPal, I mean, yes, you can still do money orders and stuff like that, but basically make PayPal the only real convenient uh, mechanism for payments. Um, you know, as, as I'm sure all of our listeners are aware, there's a little connection here between eBay and PayPal. Um, and I, I, I don't even know how they can really do that. Obviously, it's not going to be a, um, you know, tr- antitrust sort of issue because they are allowing for, um, you know, wire transfers and, uh, and money orders and stuff still. So they're not actually saying it has to be through our payment system. Uh, but they are really saying if you want it to be convenient, <laughs> it's got to be through our payment system. Um, so they are still accepting credit card payments as well, but you know, as we all know, PayPal is easy enough for that too. So, um, you know, I have no problem with PayPal; I use it all the time. But I, I don't like like this move on the part of eBay. I think you know, if if the the buyer and the seller are willing to you know both settle on the fact that um, you know it's going to be a check, um, you know, if the the seller is accepting that risk that the thing might bounce, it, you know, maybe just put a, a hold on it until the funds have cleared, whatever. But um, you know, that sort of takes anything away from, um, you know, sort of individual choice at this point. If I'm a seller and I'm willing to accept the risk of receiving a personal check from somebody, that's my risk, and I've, I've accepted it. Um, you so know, I, Dave, I, you and I are doing the uh, what, what's become of the net neutrality panel at SES Chicago in December, and um, they've, they've retitled that, that panel... Um, the end of search question mark, which I, I got, got, kind of got a problem with that name. I don't think it's very descriptive, but I, I think that this is one of those topics that, that we'd want to bring up on stage. I mean, this is just uh, uh, this is almost like a net neutrality thing where a large company is is forcing people towards its payment system over, you know, other stuff that we've considered to be like legal tender for you know forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I almost I almost want to call up. Uh, the organizer at SMX and say let's let's expand this topic a little bit so we can really cover some some anti-competitive practices. Good idea. 
Um, and speaking of, I mean, uh, actually, this isn't really speaking of um, SES. This is actually this is a great segue into the conference that's happening in 10 days in New York City, the amazing SMX East. Which I will not be at, but you will, sir. I will. It's going to be a great deal of fun. Uh, October 6th to October the 8th, and then uh, Bruce Clay has training sessions on the 9th and 10th. And I understand that you can sp- the registration is still open for SMX East, so if... Uh, Anybody is uh, going to be in the New England area or in the, on the East Coast, or hell, if anyone's on the West Coast like I am and wants to be on the East Coast in two weeks, this is a damn good excuse to go to New York City. It's a great conference, and it's being held by, um, well, by our great friend and grandfather, Danny Sullivan, who happens to be celebrating a birthday tomorrow. Which is wonderful. You know, now, we were um, at the age, of course. <laughs> Well, I can tell you he was born three years before I was, and I'm celebrating my 40th birthday on October 5th, the day before <laughs> SMX opens. <laughs> now, well, I guess we all know. It's funny. When I, when I, I, I interviewed Danny at, uh, at SES um, San Jose, and he promised he'd sing happy birthday to me from the stage if I bought a ticket to uh, SMX. Unfortunately, well, or fortunately, um, I'm media. I uh, I work at these conferences, and I don't I don't I don't want to pay to have to go to work, so I got myself a press pass. But to up the ante a little bit, Daddy, just to up the ante a little bit. I'm uh, we're going to sing Happy Birthday to you right now. And Daddy, right. before we get into that, though, it's also your son's birthday today, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, Telly, my eldest, is uh, turning eleven today. So very happy. He's got a new DS, and is. Uh, Probably sitting at home listening to Webmaster Radio, of course, greatest station on the planet. He gets the day off school uh, on his birthday? Pardon me? He gets the day off school on his birthday? God. You know what? Ordinarily, he wouldn't. Uh, He's in the unfortunate circumstance of being sick on his birthday. (laughs) Oh, dude. Yeah, I know. Started to come down with it yesterday, but, uh, well, you know, so pro and con, you remember being in school, you got the the perk of, uh, of getting to stay home, and in his case, Sucks that it's it's not his birthday. Sorry, sorry about that, little buddy. Um, but he's listening in right now. Got your, your, your kid's listening to your voice over the radio right now. He probably is. Well, <laughs> um, you know what? I think we should add him to the happy birthday song. And you know what, I Dave? Think... I think we should embarrass ourselves in front of X number of listeners and people listening in on the podcast. And folks, if you have to turn to another radio station for the next <laughs> few minutes, that's that's understandable. But uh, I think we should do it anyway, Dave. It takes a lot of guts. Let's do it. Let's do it and apologize to our listeners before we begin. Let's <laughs> that to you, Daddy. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. you. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, dear Danny and Telly. Dear Danny and Telly. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Okay, that's done. And, you know, like, the, the people on the radio can't see our red faces. And so to chill down a little bit, we're going to be going to break. Um, friends, this is uh, Jim Hedger from metamen.com and Dave Davies from beanstalkseo.com. You're listening to Webcology and webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We're coming back with Patrick Sexton from We Build Pages after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. 
Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one set, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Susan, you're still responsible for digital marketing programs, right? Right. So your team is responsible for email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign optimization, and scheduling? Your point? Why are you so relaxed? My team deals with five different solutions, tech support teams, and just as many invoices, and it's making us mental. What is it? Aromatherapy? Acupuncture? Why are you so relaxed? You just have to simplify your tool set and unify your team. Lyris provides totally integrated email marketing, web analytics, PPC campaign management, and calendaring functionality. It's all in one spot that provides a holistic view of all your team's efforts. And you get all of this functionality for $299 a month. So with Lyris, one company can do it all. I feel like I can cancel that acupuncture appointment already. To see how Lyris can simplify your life, visit Lyris.com or call 1-888-GO-LYRIS. Simplify, unify, and increase ROI with Lyris today. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On webmasterradio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm brings you the 2008Moniker.com Traffic New York Domain Auction, live from New York City, Thursday, September 25th at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. That's the 2008Moniker.com Traffic New York Domain Auction, September 25th at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everybody, who, everyone who's still listening, that is. Welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com. And we are privileged to be joined by, uh, well, one of the, one of the most interesting and uh, articulate SEOs out there, uh, Mr. Patrick Sexton, new to We Build Pages in Troy, New York. Patrick, welcome to Webcology. Hey, how's it going? I don't know where you heard I was articulate. Wait, I made that part up. <laughs> this is live radio. I hope you are. <laughs> I just made that part up. Um, uh, Patrick, you just uh, you just made a, a major move. You came all the way from Hawaii to go to live in upstate New York. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm search engine manager here at We Build Pages now, and that basically came about. Yeah, a lot of people responded like, "What the heck was he doing?" Uh, the, the main thing was that uh, I respect Jim Boykin an extraordinary amount, and. Uh, he was probably one of the few people in the entire industry who I would 
um, who I would work a, an office job with. And uh, we, we've been speaking about it for a while, and now I'm calling you here from the We Build Pages offices. <laughs> where, where it's still warm. Yeah, it's actually been beautiful out here. It's been sunny and gorgeous, and, and um, I guess it's going to become covered with snow very soon, though. Which will be well, and you have another person coming in from uh, from Florida, Rhea Drysdale. I've been watching her uh, her tweet about her her tweet, I should say, about her move um, from Florida, and she seriously seems like she's questioning her sanity now. <laughs> yeah, well, well she, she's she's going to head out to um, uh, Think Tank, um, and then almost immediately after that, begin working. I think within 24 hours of leaving that, so she's she's she has a lot of it on her plate. But we're really happy to have her. Um, Rhea is like really great, and she's going to be uh, taking over our uh, SEO and reporting and client interaction. It should be a, an enormous, an enormous benefit. I I really 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 uh, like her, and i and she she has a lot of experience, and it's going to be a big beneficial thing for We Build Pages. Well, congratulations to you, to Rhea, uh, to Jim, and to We Build Pages. And what you guys you guys did you Um, so what I want to talk to you about today, and I guess this has been the, the topic du jour on uh, Webmaster Radio for the last couple of days, is the changes that Google has uh, has made in uh, Webmaster Central in, the, in their guidelines, specifically the uh, the notification they put out the other day about uh, dynamic URLs. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting uh, thing, and and you know when, when it first came out, I I, I wasn't really going to mention anything about it or do anything, um, but then yeah, I think last night I, I put out an article about it that basically kind of highlights the contradictions between the advice they gave on Webmaster Central and what is currently existing in the Google Webmaster Guidelines. And, and they're, they're pretty heavy contradictions. It's very interesting to me how that occurred. Well, I, I'm imagining our listeners have, have heard ad infinitum um, about the change, but just um, Google puts out an advisory on, I guess it was Monday or Tuesday, saying don't rewrite don't use the, 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 the mod rewrite to um, convert dynamic URLs into what appear to be static URLs. When you do it, you, mess, you, tend, you guys tend to mess up, and that messes us up. So just let us figure it out. Um, is, 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 do you think that's a uh, uh, fairly succinct paraphrase of uh, Google's, uh, Google's post? Well, y- y- yes and, and no. They, they, um, they, they expounded on, on many things, and it wasn't all just that, but... Essentially, yeah, they did advise not to change dynamic URLs, which which is actually different advice than they offer in their Google Webmaster Guidelines. Now, in the Webmaster Guidelines, they're telling us to... Pat? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, in the Webmaster Guidelines, what are they asking us to do? What are they asking webmasters to do with uh, dynamic URLs? Well, they, they don't particularly say you should take this action or that action, but what they do say is that... Um, that the parameters that your URLs have should be as few as possible, and that um, that some search engine spiders, I'm quoting them, I don't have them in front of me, but I, I think the exact quote is, some search engine spiders are not able to follow dynamic URLs as well as they are static URLs, which is another thing that was a little bit different than what than the information that we're putting out on the Webmaster Central post. Well, and I think it's something else, too. Uh, in the Webmaster Central post, they said... That was a segue for you, Pat. Um, what, what, what were they saying on the Webmaster Central Post, just to uh, compare it to what they say in the guidelines? Well, um, 
Yeah, no, I, uh, I wish I, I had the thing right in front of me, but over on uh, seoish.com, I have that. Um, I have a list of, I mean, basically just a, I highlight three contradictions. And, and the main contradictions um, stem from the fact that the Google Webmaster uh, Central <laughs> blog post said that um, we should actually not attempt to make our URL, our dynamic URLs, um, look like they're static. And I would say that the most alarming part of that advice is something that I'm not sure if anybody has really touched on, but the most alarming to me is that is that those static-looking URLs are easier to read, um, inspire trust with users, are easier to read for users, and that they have benefits to users. And they even mention that in the Webmaster Central post that that the um, that there are benefits to users from that. Um, it says something like, "While there's benefits to to um, your click-through rates because they're um, easier and more readable for users to read, we still recommend that you don't do it." <laughs> and now, and that was kind of the alarming part for me. How does uh how does um Yahoo's Slurp or um Microsoft Live Spider how how do they deal with dynamic URLs? Um, very very similar. Um, the, well, uh, that, that's. That's a tough question to answer exactly, but they they have the capacity to deal with them. Um, what Google was trying to state with this post, I believe, is that their spider that Googlebot is is much 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 more capable to do um, to un- to be able to understand and interpret these URLs than it has been in the past when they last spoke about it. <laughs> and I think that was the goal that they were that they were trying to get to. And Google's Googlebot is like is 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 better able to understand dynamic URLs than others, I believe. But the but the the, the point that they were making that you should not change them to static-looking URLs um, really, for me, was was quite. It really flew in the face of the Google Webmaster guidelines. And and my my kind of angle on this is that. It's almost like, well, which official Google resource should we be listening to? Should we be listening to Google Webmaster Central Advice, or should we be listening to the Google Webmaster Guidelines in the cases where they conflict with each other? <laughs> well, and it's weird. I mean, you see the SEO community and the, the, the entire search marketing community trying to make sense of uh, Google's, Google's rules, Google's guidelines, and then trying to match those up with their practices with other search engines as well. And, you know, I was talking to Jeremiah Andrick from, uh, from Microsoft Live um, a few months ago about this. We often get it wrong in our interpretations. You know, we might be close to the truth. We might have um, two-fifths of the story, and we run with it. Um, Google and, I mean, of all the search engines, Google's been out of its way to be communicative to try to explain uh, to webmasters what they should be doing. But sometimes the communication just seems a little bit, well, either screwy or um, um, poorly phrased. Was this a... Was Google trying to actually work out problems it's having and just poorly phrasing its uh, its response to webmasters? Uh, well, <laughs> I almost just want to say here that um, um, many of the many of the people who know me in SEO might not know that I was a, a large and fervent uh, I was a very very active member of um, the Google Webmaster Help uh, forum group in um, around the time that it first came out. And then I kind of, then I started voicing my opinions and giving advice on that on that uh, forum and group, and I and I um, 
essentially, I'm a, I was a big part of the growth of that group and how Google was communicating on it. And something that I always talked to Adam Lasnik about was the angle of, well, how can Google um, communicate with such a large scale of people, and how would it be scalable, and what amount of communication is appropriate? And it, they, so I, basically, I'm just pointing out that Google has a very large challenge, and they have a lot of great people um, attempting to do things. I mean, I, I do not think there was any kind of um, negative thing. Like, I mean, basically, Google Webmaster Essentials post was putting out advice from Google Webmaster Central's um, perspective, and and that seemed in this instance to perhaps be a little bit different than what was already explicitly stated in the Google Webmaster guidelines. And the the role of Google Webmaster Central is to communicate with webmasters, and they do an extraordinary job of it. Um, and and so it's, it's, it is very difficult, and I, I, I do believe that this is a case where it fell through the cracks a little bit, or, or, or might have been able to be more well thought out. But it's not like you know, it's not like they're they're evil or something. You know, um, I, I I really try to see things from Google's perspective, particularly because of my history as you know a, a big member of the Google Webmaster uh, Help Group, which was happening before Google Webmaster Central, you know, post even, the blog was even existed. Um, so so, anyways, I um, I'm trying to give you a, a good angle on what I'm. What I'm saying, basically, all I'm saying is that I don't, you know, I wouldn't want to. I don't think that Google did anything like overtly bad, but I think that this will highlight the need to perhaps try to communicate with the SEO community. Um, maybe even, uh, you know, they, they, they need to get their story straight before they put something out on an official Google resource. You know, I, I think you may have touched on something fairly important there, and I think every every one of us who owns, operates a, a website, so i.e. the vast majority of the people listening right now, um, have probably hit a part where they update one portion of their site and it isn't necessarily reflected all the way through. And, and you know, obviously a, a site is massive as Google being basically operated by totally different divisions. It is certainly feasible to know that, you know, all of a sudden this, this division now can do this. You know, they may have advanced the bots, so they are better. That wasn't passed down to uh, to the people writing the pages for the guidelines. So, um, but what are some some potential problems from from your perspective? I mean, a lot of us are using mod rewrites, um, not just for the for the visitor's perspective, although that's obviously an enormous benefit anyway to give them a URL that actually makes sense. Um, but there are some some technical uh, reasons why you you may want to use this. Uh, can you maybe touch on a few of those uses and how uh, this actually doesn't really work in this case, things like duplicate content and stuff like that? Right. Well, I think that perhaps the biggest challenge that Google that would be really useful for Google to um, to highlight or to explain better is precisely what you're what you're just what you just touched on. Let's take duplicate content for example. There were actions that we have in general been advised by Google to. To do certain things to help um, to to make duplicate content less of, less of an issue, and um, some of those things involve mod rewrite. Um, the, um, they, the, the, the there's a lot of um, I would like to hear. I wish that the bit of information I think is missing is this: Why are they announcing this, and what what fr- from the technology point? What has changed, or what what is the difference? I mean, this this is kind of big. This is enormous news 
from the uh, perspective of how Googlebot treats and sees and judges your pages. This is an enormous news for um, SEO. And um, Google Webmaster Central's role is to kind of communicate with the webmasters in general. It's not their job to talk to the tiny little portion of us in the world that are SEOs. But um, in this particular instance, I think that a more technic technical um, explanation may be in order, or because it's 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 just bizarre to me. I mean, have have you has anybody else uh, touched on that fact that that it's just really strange that they basically said, "Hey, don't do it for us. Um, we'll do it. We'll do it for you." And that's always scary. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's terrifying to, to say, okay, Google, yeah, you take care of it. Gotcha. No problem. You know, that's that's kind of weird. I would like to hear more. I would like to make sure that people who, you know, are, you know, who are spending and making, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars on their web properties, I think that they probably deserve a better technical description of exactly what they're wanting. And this the web, I think the biggest danger of this web post is that, is that it, it may have the possibility to call into the question of the soundness of advice that's being offered on Google Webmaster Central. And I think that is not good for Google, it's not good for webmasters, and it's not good for anybody. So I really hope that they clarify um, this. Like, in other words, they should say, absolutely, no matter what, do not do this ever again. This is why. Um, and then let people make decisions on it. And if if they don't, if this issue is kind of unclarified, um, I really do believe that there's a danger of like, well, not only is there, not only does that bring the question, which resource, which official Google resource should we listen to? It, it may even lessen the oomph of authority that Google Webmaster Central currently enjoys. Well, I think you bring up a, a very good point there, and you know. It's, it's Similar, I'm reflecting back on, on a story from you know, that my, my father had let me know. It was a big problem that they hit back in, in the, the 60s and 70s with the, the anti-drug ads and showing somebody you know, smoking a joint or something and then leaping off of a balcony after seeing his face turn into a lizard uh, and then you know try it once and go, well, okay, no, I didn't turn green and, and jump off, so the government must be lying about everything. And we hit a similar spot here with this one going, well, if you're if you're wrong to me here, you're not telling me the truth here. I use mod rewrites, work fine on this site. So if you're telling me a, something wrong here or something that's that's not altogether true here, what else are you what else are you doing? My trust in what you're saying is 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 reduced because I I can see that it works. Um, now another thing is. Uh, as, as somebody, sorry, um, I was just going to say that yeah, the, the trust issue I think is probably. The, the key thing, I don't think they've lost trust. I don't think there's some terrible thing or this is going to change anything like terribly as far as trust goes. But it does have the potential to have certain people in certain influential communities listen to Webmaster Central less, uh, to, to the advice they, they give less. And I honestly, you know, for, for years have been, um, you know, really invested in, in kind of trying to explain the advice that Google gives to people who might not have the technical backgrounds that a lot of us enjoy. And, you know, I'm talking about, you know, whatever. It could be like, you know, Susan the plumber or, you know, Joe Joe the cafeteria owner or whatever. Um, you know, everybody who has a webmaster, that they're not all these massive, you know, that they don't all share the same technical abilities or backgrounds. And so it's really important that the advice they give out um, is is universal throughout. That they should be sending one universal message, else... Um, the people who are, I mean, basically the SEO community 
serves a, a great function for Google with, through uh, disseminating information. And we, we, in the SEO world, really need to feel confident that the information that we're disseminating to our clients is absolutely the best ideal and absolutely is that we can recommend it with confidence. And I would like to always be able to read anything on Google Webmaster Central and say, oh, I can confidently tell my client this because I read it on Google Webmaster Central. And, I, and, I, and again, we, we, we might be pushing a little bit too far by saying you'll lose trust, but, but it, it is a potential thing where they're putting out two different bits of information on two different official channels. So would they not have been better then to basically come out and say to, to webmasters, listen, a lot of you are, are screwing this up. Like, so here's the way to do it, and if you're not going to do it this way, just leave it, and we'll figure it out from there, um, well, rather like than the way, saying not to do it at all. I mean, one possible solution, um, just kind of you know, pulling something out of thin air, would be the way that they've dealt with, uh, with you know, the www versus the non-www version, and they, they, they've actually attacked that problem through the Webmaster Central, uh, Webmaster Tools. So um, perhaps there could be a similar solution to this issue. So in other words, um, I would say that the vast majority of the content on the, on the web um, and for the, the webmasters who are seeking advice from Google, I think the vast majority of them do not have, you know, session IDs and cookies and, um, you know, massive URL parameters. So since it's a smaller chunk of the entire community, perhaps it could be an opt-in type of feature to, you know, to somehow through an interface like Google Webmaster Tools state, you know, which versions or what, what is what, or somehow define it through that to, to have a 100% change of, of, you know, to, to say to people, I mean, again, there's benefit to users who can read um, a clean URL and and to say that across the board, well, st don't worry about that plus for users. Instead, do it this way technically um, so that we can understand you better. I don't think that that's appropriate, I, and I think that it probably can be um, dealt with in a better way, particularly because it's a smaller community of people on the web that are using these URLs than, than those who are not, you know. Well, and I think that's an important point to, to, to note there, Patrick, that um, Google is communicating with a lot, a much larger community than just well-trained SEOs and, and um, extremely savvy webmasters. Um, I mean, these days on the Internet, everyone's a webmaster. Everyone's got a, every small business has a website, and a lot of people are trying to do SEO techniques and don't have the background. Um, in your practice over at We Build Pages, what, what, what are you guys doing? What are, what are we what, what are, well, are, are, you, are you going to be following the gospel according to Google, or are you going to continue? Are you going to continue optimizing as usual? Well, what we are going to do is basically uh, benefit our clients in any way we can. And the um, uh, in, in this particular instance, um, I uh, I do not foresee anything to where I'm certainly not going to be calling any clients and say instantaneously stop doing this. Um, however, I will um, stay on top of this issue as much as I can and um, figure out what the best advice is. I do not think there's enough information to make advice on now to, like, for example, am I going to recommend to somebody that they change, you know, 100,000 pages or something? You know, <laughs> I'm not okay. So, so the, however, um, this is an issue that I'm very, very interested in, and I'm interested in it from 
tactical standpoint, I'm also interested in it in a in as I am always interested in things where Google is attempting to communicate something to their community, and um, I look forward to seeing what happens. And I and I, but but yeah, is there any actionable advice as of this moment? Um, I, I don't for for my brain, no, um, not not yet. I'm not going to change my entire you know. Like I'm not going to recommend any changes as of this moment. I'm going to wait and see how this comes out and see if they clarify it anymore, because currently I do not feel that um, I have enough information to recommend anything or to make any changes. You know, that's often the best SEO advice of all. Eh? Uh, clearly, clearly, uh, other show hosts at Webmaster Video are interested in this. Um, we're going to be following this as, as long as we can. Um, and I got a feeling that this is going to be a topic of discussion at SMX East in New York in a couple of weeks. Um, are you guys going to be there? Yes, absolutely. Um, I, I know certainly I will be there. Um, I'm looking really, really, really forward to the um, enhanced listing panel. Um, I'm very interested in, in enhanced listings. Um, um, and we're also going to be at PubCana. Um, I, I know that I personally, for We Build Pages, will be, like I'm speaking at PubCon, in fact. Um, but... Uh, I'm probably going to be at most of the major conferences throughout the year, and I'm, I believe that me, Jim, um, and possibly Rhea will all be out um, at SMX East, which I highly recommend um, to anyone out there to go to. And, yeah, we build pages. will definitely have a, have a presence there. Well, I, I, I certainly hope that, that you, Rhea, and Jim are going to be at uh, SMX East, especially on the Sunday. And as you know, something very special is happening on a Sunday night, and I, I, I really want to have a drink with you. <laughs> well, the, um, you know that that's never a problem with me. Absolutely. Patrick Sexton from uh, We Build Pages, thank you so much for spending time with us on Webcology today. Really appreciate the time, bro. Okay, yeah, this is this, this great, and uh, have a great uh, day. I, we will. Um, friends, that was Patrick Sexton, uh, one of the newest guys over at Jim Boykin's We Build Pages. Um, we're going to have to take a quick break here on, Webma- on Webcology on Webmaster Radio. We're coming back with a short interview with Michael Gray on uh, different aspects of the same subject. But uh, until then, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Stay tuned. We have these commercials. We'll be back with Michael Gray. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest-growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. 
Quality partners. Quality search. ABCsearch.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. SEO 101 is now in session. Every Wednesday and Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Back from break. Thanks for sticking around. We have Michael Gray on the line. Michael, welcome to Webcology on Webmaster Radio. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me. Well, dude, like, you've been following the changes at Google like the rest of us have. The uh, post that got put up at the uh, Google Webmaster Central blog the other day suggesting we don't change dynamic URLs anymore, that we, we don't use the, the rewrite to flat file dynamic URLs. Michael, what do you think of that change, and why do you think Google's doing it? Well, well, I think Google had the best intentions when they came out with that post. You know, they were really trying to make things better for people, but I don't think that they necessarily um, succeeded. And part of the problem is when you're when you're a very high level, like when you're an engineer, it's really really hard for you to try and explain things to um, to people who are at a lower level and don't necessarily use the same terms that you do. It's um, if you read the book called Made It Stick, it's called the the Curse of Knowledge. Basically, you know too much from the people that are down a little down below you, and the greater that difference, the harder it is to understand. And I'll kind of like make an analogy to see if you can make that a little bit easier. Let's say you decide you're going to build a house, and you're going to say, what are the things I want in my house because I want my house to have the most value? So you say, I always wanted to have a basement in my house. So you go and you do your research, and you find out that, you know, houses with unfinished basement have a 10% higher resale prices, and houses with a finished basement have a 30% higher retail value. So you say, great, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to build my new house, and I'm going to put a basement in it. So you go to your architect, your contractor, and he comes back and says, um, you know, you really can't put a basement in your house because you live too close to the water and you're in a flood zone, and if you do, you're constantly going to have a moisture problem. So you, that's an explanation that you can understand. But if I, you go to a soil engineer or a mechanical engineer and they come back and say something like, well, construction of a subterranean structure in an area that's prone to surge uh, aqueous overflows can create a constant moisture problem through permeable layers. You don't go to, you're not going to understand that at all. And that's the problem when you speak with engineers. They just, they're not really good at always explaining things. So, so to bring this full circle, if you're, if you're a site owner and you're going to decide, you know, are static URLs better or are dynamic URLs better, the question really is it depends. And there's just a whole bunch of different factors that the person has to be aware of to make that decision. And Google just didn't do such a good job of explaining all of that. 
Well, who was Google talking to? Was Google talking to the search engine optimization community? Were they talking to uh, newer webmasters, website owners, advertisers? I think they're, they're talking to basic webmasters. Um, I don't, you know, there's some of the people who are probably at the lower level. They were not talking to the SEOs. The problem is the SEOs jumped all over them because they really, they, they just, you know, they left big gaping holes and they actually just kind of dumped a big mess on the floor. Is really what they did. It just it made matters worse because what's you know I got a couple of emails and a couple of calls from people and basically people were saying you know why did we change this why are we doing that should I be changing this do I need to worry about that and now you've got to go through the problem of saying you know every situation is different you have to understand what's the best what's the right way to approach it you know there's there's just different ways to do things and not the the answer for one person is not always the answer for the other person and I think they actually made things worse I'm I'm kind of sad about that. Well, that that might actually negate my next question, but um, I guess it's an app one still. In your practice, what are you doing? If it's a new site, you should absolutely always go with static URLs, and it's just a much easier way to go forward. Um, if you have an older and an existing site, again, the answer is it depends. You know, if you have something that's got five, six, seven parameters in there, you've got issues, and you've got you've got to clean that sort of thing up. But if you've got an old existing site and it's ranking well, and you've got one, maybe two parameters in there, it's probably okay to leave them in there. You don't need to go run around rewriting them. Um, and again, you get into the issue of when you start rewriting URLs, you really, really got to be careful and not leave any any um, dangling pieces out there because that's the kind of thing. And make sure you redirect and address everything properly because that's going to mess things up if you don't. And that's that's part of where the problem comes in. Well, one of, uh, if, if I read it correctly, one of uh, the concerns Google engineers had was uh, poor rewrite. Or on September the 12th, in, in the uh, Google Webmaster Central blog about duplicate content, um, refuting the myth of the duplicate content penalty. What, what do you have to say about that? And again, I think they're, they're not really good at explaining the subtle nuances. And again, I understand, Google kind of has this mentality, and this is the kind of thing that scares me, is they just say, you know, put out the good content and let us kind of figure it all out. And I'm not necessarily a really big fan of that because, again, the more if you put things in different places, if I tell you that there's a flashlight, um, you can go in my front door, you can get it, you can go in the back door and get it, you can go up to the second floor and get it, you can climb through the window, you can get a ladder, go up the roof, go out, go sneak through my bathroom window and get it. Which are you going to choose? You're now set that you've now got this, you've got six choices, and you're going to try and figure out which of these is the best way to get through. And you've got to kind of just choose. Whereas if I tell you, you just go through the house, go through the door, make a left-hand turn, it's in the closet on the second shelf, you know where it is. I didn't give you that choice. So leaving it up to Google with something like that is always dangerous. So really then, it's just Google having um, trouble talking down to the webmasters. Is, is, is that what you're saying, Michael? Talking down is a, is a bad word because it kind of makes it seem like, you know, like they're smarter and, and we're not. And that's really not what it is. It's... You've got to have the ability to explain something, you know, distill something down to its most basic, simple core elements, and then explain that in a simple way. And it, that's not a very easy thing to do. It, it, you know, it's something that you've really, really got to work at. And if you're not used to doing it, it's it's extremely difficult. And if you don't understand, you know, there, there are training courses and sort of things like that that people go to. And if you've never gone through something like that, you know, that's a very difficult thing to understand why everybody's getting annoyed or frustrated with you because you're just trying to be helpful and just kind of blew up in your face. <laughs> Well, no doubt. I guess I guess that's the genius of Matt Cutts. It's been kind of uh, kind of fun watching him chase after different posts at the uh, at Google Webmaster Central, throwing in his explanation. Yeah, yeah. Again, you just you, you know that the Google. You, every time you talk with the Google, you really I've never ever met any of them that have ever had you know bad intentions. They're always trying to help, but just sometimes they. 
you know, somewhere between the, the you know, the brain and the mouth, it doesn't come out exactly right, and they, they lose the, they lose what they were trying to say, and it's just, you know, that's their difficulty. Well, Michael, it's been, it's been great having you on the show as a, a voice of reason, actually, when it comes to Google, in this case. Um, we're going to see you at SMS East in New York? Uh, yes, I'm going to be there. Right on. What, what panels are you speaking on? Uh, I'm actually on the Whitehead Give It Up panel, just proving that I can go both sides. Oh, that's going to be most interesting. Well, again, uh, Michael Gray, thank you so much for spending time on Webcology today. Thanks for having me. There you go, friends. That was uh, our interview with Michael Gray. I was really glad to get that in. And as I said, it was so hard to get these things scheduled. Um, I'm afraid Dave's dropped off because that was a taped interview. But uh, it was great to get uh, Michael's view and Pat's view of that issue. Um, we're going to have to move along really quickly. We have the news coming up, and we have a live domain auction happening from Traffic in uh, from Traffic East in Brooklyn. That's going to be hosted by Moniker, and that comes up just at, at the top of the hour. Friends, this has been uh, Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. On behalf of Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMan.com. Um, stay tuned. We've got some great content coming up on webmasterradio.fm, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot.